Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin Trader reveals important Bitcoin price zone as the bulls hold on to $29,300. Also breaking news, Sam Bankman-Fried jailed for tampering with evidence. I'll be breaking down all these recent details just announced, as well as the SEC punts on ARC-21 shares spot, Bitcoin ETF, as well as PayPal, US dollar stablecoin will have a massive impact on Ethereum. We'll also be discussing one catalyst which can trigger the next upward move for Bitcoin predicts Glassnode co-founders, as well as Michael Saylor predicting that BlackRock Citadel Fidelity will send the Bitcoin price to a million dollars per coin. Also, Michael Saylor, who was recently interviewed by Natalie Brunel on the Coin Stories pod, was asked, should we trust BlackRock with Bitcoin? You'll be surprised to hear what he had to say. We'll be discussing all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my Rumble channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just joining us to pod episode number 1368. I am broadcasting simultaneously right now on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure to make some noise in the live chat. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch. We can see many of the cryptos currently correcting back in the red. We got Bitcoin trading at roughly $29,300. We have ETH down a quarter of a percent trading at $1,842. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The Current crypto market cap sits at $1.17 trillion with $23 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we can see a mix of C, uh, you know, red and green. We have some of the biggest losers, including uh, Hex and XDC and GMX with some of the top gainers, Shiba and Rune. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 51, which is neutral. Yesterday, a 53 last week a 54 and last month a 64 in greed. So there you have it. Uh, we have Bitcoin facing a new battleground as the bulls and bears fight for control of a sideways market. In part of his latest analysis on August 11th, Dan Crypto Trades flagged the key level to reclaim the Bitcoin price support. And with Bitcoin price breakouts continually failing, both the Bitcoin bulls and bears are caught in a strongly contested range. This is the culmination of various trips above and below the current spot price, making the midpoint the level to watch out for next. Now, the status quo has has recently remained the same since mid-June 28.5 as fundamental support 
31,800 as resistance. And quoting him here, pretty clear that the 29.5 to 29.7 region is an area that is strongly contested by the bulls and the bears. It's an important area to keep watching. And an accompanying chart showed Bitcoin nonetheless fighting to return to above that range low with little significant historical support lines between 28.5 and 29.5. Now the analyst thus ties in other perspectives from recent weeks. These likewise focusing on 28.5 or slightly lower as a downside target. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And focusing on the short-term Bitcoin price events, fellow trader Sku highlighted just how frantic the mid-29 zone currently is for Bitcoin, quoting him here, Bitcoin, and now they're puking the bag. Now, also continuing, Sku described the spot price action on the four-hour time frame as weak, despite holding above various exponential moving averages, as he shares here, tight price compression here, likely a 5% plus price reaction is coming from here. So there you have it. And now for some breaking news, which just came in right before I decided to go live. And that Sam Bankman freed his, uh, I guess his, what is it called? Uh, his bail was revoked and he was sent to jail for allegedly tampering with evidence. So let's discuss this as there's so much breaking news coming in. Exciting times. So here we have it. Uh, Sam Bankman freed jailed for tampering with evidence. United States District Judge issued the ruling Friday afternoon on prosecutors' request to revoke SBF's bail after they accused him of trying to intimidate a witness in a run-up to his trial. Freed was previously serving house arrest in his California home. The Freed's use of the private VPN while on house arrest was also brought into question. Prosecutors say that Freed shared confidential documents belonging to Caroline Ellison with the New York Times. This activity was part of an ongoing media strategy. At the ruling, Judge said that all things considered, I'm going to revoke his bail. Bankman Freed, who has pleaded not guilty to multiple conspiracy and fraud charges, is set to go to trial in October. His case is widely regarded as one of the biggest cases of fraud in U.S. history. You can't make this stuff up, folks. How many of you are actually pretty excited on this news, seeing Bankman Freed's, uh, you know what I mean, bail be revoked and be sent to jail? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. As more news comes, I'll be sharing it all for you to keep you up to date with what is happening if anything new comes in and now for our next breaking story of the day it's the sec punting the etf of arc 21 which is kathy wood of arc invest we'll be breaking this down followed by the latest with paypal and the stable coin uh, all the latest news surrounding that followed by what's likely bitcoin's next big move and we'll also be discussing uh the one million dollar price prediction from michael saylor as well as michael saylor's thoughts on black rock and if he trusts BlackRock with Bitcoin. It's very interesting to hear his response to Natalie Brunel when he was recently asked this question on the Coin Stories pod. And of course, we'll be ending the show with our live Q&A, which we do each 
ends every day. So yeah, now let's break down this next story of the day and shout out to everyone out there in the live chat. Much love, much respect. The US SEC has delayed a decision on approving or disapproving the spot Bitcoin ETF proposed by ARK Invest. And in August 11th notice, the SEC opened the 21-day comment period for the ARK 21 shares Bitcoin ETF to the public following a publication in the Federal Register, the latest delay for the regulator determining whether to approve or disapprove a spot crypto ETF in the United States. Now, ARK originally filed to list the ETF back in May, giving the SEC a maximum of 240 days, which would be until January of 2024 to reach the final decision. Quoting them here, the regulated market of significant size test does not require that the spot Bitcoin market be regulated in order for the commission to approve this proposal. The precedent makes clear that an underlying market for a spot commodity or currency being a regulated market would actually be an exception to the norm. Now, ARK Investment Management is one of the many firms in the U.S. applying to get a, a spot crypto ETF listed on a regulated exchange. We also have BlackRock, the largest asset management Mint firm in the world, notably sent in its own application back in July, and a number of other firms also amended existing apps to include crypto exchange Coinbase as a surveillance sharing partner following reports that the SEC officials could be more open to accepting an ETF under those conditions. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. So there you have it. In, in a previous episode, we discussed, uh, I believe it was Novogratz, predicting that a spot Bitcoin ETF is likely to get approved in the United States within the next four to six months. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's likely to be approved potentially this year or first quarter of next year before the Bitcoin halving scheduled for April of 2024? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss everything with this PayPal stablecoin. Even Charlie Schramm is bullish. He said this can send the Bitcoin price to $250,000 a lot sooner than anticipated, but it all could also obviously impact the rest of the crypto market, including Ethereum. Bloomberg Intelligence crypto market analyst Jamie Couts predicts PayPal's new stablecoin will have a huge impact on Ethereum. Uh, Couts says that there is a massive growth potential for Ethereum, even if just a small percentage of PayPal's existing customer base adopts the stablecoin, which aims to keep a one-to-one -one peg to the U.S. dollar and is built upon Ethereum. Quoting him here, the PayPal announcement is not priced in. PayPal has 435 million active accounts versus Ethereum Layer 1 and Layer 2 active addresses at 1 million. If 1% convert a dollar balance to the PayPal stablecoin, which is PYUSD, which would be 4.35 million, and begin to use it, then the ramifications for the Ethereum ecosystem and ETH, the asset, are massive. I mean, numbers don't line. As uh, outlined here, you can see the current active users and addresses. Now, Kaut also said that the bullish he is bullish on Layer 1 smart contract platforms after the expansion of Layer 2 projects had less of an adverse 
impact on ETH's financials than he expected. As he shows here, the dual surprise of faster layer two adoption and less than expected cannibalization of the layer one financials has our confidence in Ethereum's potential to accrue more value than alternative layer ones over the cycle. The analyst says that ETH's sideway price action doesn't tell the full story of all that is going on within the ecosystem, including network developments and increased Ethereum stake in, quitting him again, flat price mass improvement value accretion. Number one, network is back on growth trajectory driven by growing layer twos and less severe monetary tightening. Number two, mostly deflationary despite the bear market. And number three, despite cooling activity, ETH staked accelerated up 38% in just three months. And according to Couts, ETH's accumulation is increasing during the stalled crypto market, as outlined here. While activity is down, investors are nonetheless demonet uh, sorry, demonstrating aggressive accumulation behavior. The total number of non-zero balance addresses exceeds 100 million, with over 1.7 million wallets containing at least one ETH. Now, Couts notices that ETH's network is generating 3x the amount of revenue compared to the fourth quarter of last year. As shared here, depending upon your framing, the dollar value of the network, GDP slash revenue, while down significantly from 2021, has increased 3x from the fourth quarter 2022 low and is now outpacing the price. Layer 1 generates approximately 6 million in fee revenue per day. 80% is burnt, which is a buyback, and the rest is paid to validators. So there you have it. Are you also bullish on the news of the this stable coin coming out by PayPal, considering they have over 400 million active users, which can help usher in massive adoption for crypto, including the king, BTC. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's Michael Saylor, or actually, before we get to Saylor's million dollar prediction and his thoughts on if he trusts BlackRock with Bitcoin. First, we got to discuss the latest from Glassnode Analytics with the next big move uh, for Bitcoin. So first, let's break this down. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And again, say hello in the live chat. Let me know where you're tuning in from. And if you have any questions, at the end of the show, we'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. The co-founders of crypto analytics platform Glassnode are forecasting that one catalyst can kickstart the Bitcoin next rally. Glassnode co-founders Jan and Yan, who share the handle, tell their 55,900x followers that if the relative strength index indicator falls below 37, it can trigger a Bitcoin rally. Send it. The RSI indicator scales from zero to 100, and a reading of below 30 is typically considered considered bullish, while a reading of over 70 is typically considered to be a bearish sign. And according to Glassnode co-founders, there are potential buyers waiting below and around the 28,500 support level, as shared here. Bitcoin's potential retests of 28,500 bottom indicated by the RSI. The bears are holding sway with RSI between 37 and 50. Sub-37 RSI can trigger a strong reversal, and demand shows up between 28.5 and 27.8. Is this the catalyst for the next upwards move? 
Let me know your thoughts. Now, turning to alts, the Glassnode co-founders say that unless a surprise catalyst comes up, the alts are only likely to rally after the summer as they struggle amid a dip in the Bitcoin price, as shared here. Despite Bitcoin's bullish move past 30000 this week, will it continue? Altcoins struggle except for standouts like Solana. We have TonCoin and Hedera showing gains of 6 to 9% overnight. As Bitcoin dips, altcoins will feel the pressure unless a surprise catalyst emerges. We are waiting for that strong push, possibly post-summer. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Glassnode Analytics and how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And when do you think we'll break past the current annual high of 30, what is that, 32,000? Let me know. Do you feel it's likely to happen sooner than later? Or do you think we could continue some sideways trading action until the end of this year? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's Michael Saylor's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction as a result of all of these recent ETFs, which can soon be approved by the SEC. Here we go. Michael Saylor actually shared this a few weeks back on the, which one was it? The the Altcoin Daily Podcast, and I transcribed it for you so I can read it for you right here. Here's what Saylor had to say. It looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved. There is massive political pressure to approve one. The circumstances have changed, and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without backtracking on its previous legal and policy guidance. Certainly, there has are a lot of Wall Street entities that have a vested interest in seeing this happen. If you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset. But there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on and custody arrangement. So a simpler way to do so, simply buy the spot ETF. There are trillions of dollars of capital that is required to invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums. And that is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars. So there's a lot of capital that can't buy the Bitcoin or self-custody of the Bitcoin. They don't want to do charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raise $10 billion from public investors, they raise it to invest in securities, but not interested in property or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for institutional adoption. The approval of a spot ETF is a major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement. The engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous with Wall Street, 100 years of Wall Street. So what you have is Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And if we look out about 12 months, and if I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream Bitcoin adoption? Well, one of them clearly is a spot ETF. The second is the designation that Bitcoin is an asset class, the recognition of it as a legitimate commodity. It's a big deal. When Jerome Powell says it's not going away, when Gensler and the head of the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity, digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like is it a Ponzi scheme or is it a scam or tulip bulbs. The difference between tulip bulbs and digital commodity is a zero versus one. I have said before, and I'll repeat it again, if it's not going to zero, it's going to a million dollars. It is either nothing. And if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course, we now know that it's not getting banned. There is no way that Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, all decide they're interested in this. They are not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to one, then the question is, well, it's an asset class. And if it's not going away, well, what's it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world 
world. So 1% drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Giga Chad and his $1 million price prediction, which I feel is inevitable, especially once that ETF is finally approved as there's literally hundreds of trillions of dollars in the total addressable market, which can start to pour into the King Crypto. Now for Michael Saylor's latest uh, from his interview on the podcast with Natalie Brunel when he was asked, do you trust BlackRock with Bitcoin? And Saylor had a very, very intriguing response. So let me break this down for you. I actually transcribed this just this morning, and I posted it on crypto Twitter right here, and it's already getting a lot of traction. So yeah, when he was asked this question, he responded, Bitcoin fixes everything. And if we think about what that means, we need to be prepared for Bitcoin to infuse everything. The right way to think about it, Bitcoin is going to be a base layer and there's going to be layer twos like lightning to move things fast. And there's going to be layer threes, which is custodial, like the cash app, like Coinbase, like Fidelity, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Apple, Google. There's going to be custodial layer threes and they're going to exist to provide functionality or utility. And there are technical reasons to trust a third party. The best way to think about Bitcoin is Bitcoin offers sovereignty and integrity and empowerment, not just to the individual, but also also to the family, the clan, the village, the city, the country, I mean, the county, the state, the province, and the country, the company, the institution, the agency, the group, the community organization, every one of these entities all have their own agency, and we don't want them to not have access to this. Bitcoin makes your country better, makes your company better, makes your family better, makes your community better, makes your school better, makes you better preach. It's going to make everything better, but there's different types of wrappers we need to put it in. So we shouldn't be afraid of those things. Someone said, well, aren't you afraid these big organizations are going to buy Bitcoin and centralize it? I said, it's like asking me if I am afraid that someone in Japan is going to speak English and if that's going to undermine the English language. If Samsung is the biggest company in Korea and they start speaking English and they build support for English into their products, does that corrupt the English language? No, it actually makes it much better. They are going to use it differently. What's the likelihood that Samsung can change the definition of love or change the meaning of 100 different words by adopting it? Not likely. So I think it's a protocol. The protocol is going to infuse everything. And we shouldn't be afraid of all the different ways that people choose to integrate, wrap, embed, or execute with Bitcoin. There is no one right answer. And the marketplace will determine the right mix of integrations of Bitcoin. So there you have it. Very powerful words coming from the Giga Chad. Let me know if you agree or disagree. I also get the point of what he is sharing. Regardless, if we can trust BlackRock or not, this is excellent for mass adoption. And I love that analogy and metaphor he shares with uh, you know, is Samsung the biggest company in Korea and they started speaking English? Is that going to undermine the English language? Absolutely not. And the same thing with Bitcoin adoption. So shout out to the Giga Chad. Michael Saylor also thinks that the SEC crackdown can boost the Bitcoin dominance to 80%. And I'd love to know your thoughts. Do you feel that this cycle, the Bitcoin dom can climb to 80%? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.